0: Welcome, everyone, to Play the Right Way Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Finnamore. Today is Wednesday, December sixteenth, 2020. This is podcast number nine. Let's get right to it. We got a lot of things to cover today, but we'll do it you know, in the quick-hitting you know, format that I've been using. I hope everyone enjoys what you guys have been hearing. Been hearing a lot of good feedback from, from a lot of friends. I, I really appreciate that. Hey, congratulations to Stanford Women's Head Coach, Tara Vanderveer, 1,099 victories in her career. Last night she passed Pat Summit, the late great Pat Summit. You know, I've had the uh, I've had the honor of meeting both coaches, uh, Coach Vanderveer and Coach Summit. I remember back in the day when I worked at Planet Hollywood, Pat Summit brought her her Tennessee team in for dinner one night. They were in town to play Rutgers, and I remember I was outside. I was a doorman there. And, and Coach Summit came out with one of her assistants, and, and the players were still in the restaurant. It was pretty cool. Uh, they were waiting for the team bus to pull up, and, and you know, I, I didn't make much, you know, chit-chat with her. I just said, hey, Coach, how would you guys play? You know, blah, 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 and things like that. Coach Vanderveer, she was uh, speaking at the BCAM Coaches Clinic here in, in Lansing, Michigan a few years ago, and, and the night before she went on, she was uh, in the ballroom listening to some of the speakers, and we just chit-chatted for a few minutes. So pretty cool meeting those two. Uh, I, I want to go back. People ask me all the time, why did I get into coaching? How did I get into coaching? If you're a coach, I'd love to hear from you about the first time you started coaching. Uh, my journey started when I was 16 years old. and It was actually 40 years ago, You know, this, this winter, where, where I first got into it. You know, I, I don't know if you know my story, but I'll reveal a little bit of it today. A lot of you do know it. Uh, I dropped out of high school. Matter of fact, I dropped out five times. I, I never finished. And, and when I was 16 years old, I was just, you know, going with the flow, you know, hanging out in the streets with my friends, just, you know, on the path to nowhere. And, and my childhood idol, a guy by the name of Gerard Trapp, I've mentioned to him, he played at St. Francis College of Brooklyn. He was running the uh, sports program at our, at our grammar school locally there, Holy Name. And uh, Gerard asked me one day, he goes, hey, Red, that was my nickname. He goes, you want to coach? And, and I looked at him like, you know, wh- what the hell is that? So I just said, yeah, sure, why not? So Gerard assigned me uh, the boys basketball team at Holy Name, the seventh grade team, and, and I took it on. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no training, no experience. Uh, It was just as soon as I dropped out of John Jay, my fifth time dropping out. I was actually on John Jay's varsity team. I played four games for them. And uh, that's another story in its own. And maybe we'll get to that at a a later podcast. Anyway, I had no mentor. You know, I, I, I had no idea what I was doing. No one in my family ever coached. You know, all I ever saw was you know, the local high school coach, Ray Nash. I, I saw Red Holzman of the New York Knicks. You know, Kevin Lockery of the New York Nets was one of my favorites. And, and that's all I really knew. I didn't know how to run a practice. All our practices were outside, in the schoolyard. If, if you're a guy from uh, my old neighborhood listening to this podcast, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We played outdoors in the boys' schoolyard every single day. The teams I played for at Holy Name, from third grade to the, to the eighth grade, we always practiced outside after school. We didn't have a home gym to call our own. All the games were on the road. And the same was said for that seventh grade team that I was coaching. I had some great kids. Uh, Chris Robinson, AKA CR. We had Orlando Pabone, who was our point guard. We had Jimmy Sturgis. We had Philip Craig. We had Chris Lavasor. God, those five guys were a joy to coach. And, and I'm sorry if I leave you out my memory's going, man, I'm 56, it's been 40 years, but I had a great time, and that really opened up my eyes to the coaching profession, so over the next few years, you know, I would look into it a little bit, I'd coach here and there, then a guy by the name of Ziggy, Tommy Cicinano, from Brooklyn, USA, you know, he brought me in, and he introduced me to coaching, and I got a little deeper into the profession, he, he got me started, and, uh, you know, the rest was history, but anyway, you know, that's my journey. In the beginning, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on social media, Facebook, Steve Finnamore, uh, Twitter, at Coach Finnamore, and you can email me, stevefinnamore at yahoo.com. Hey, I watched some college hoops last night, like always. It is, uh, what, day 21? I believe or day 22 of college basketball. They're they're doing the best they can. Uh, Bo Borowski, an official. I'm sure you've seen him. He does a lot of Big Ten games. I think he's a good ref. I heard he's a good guy. Last night, he was doing the Illinois game in Minnesota in Champaign, Illinois. The reason why I mentioned Bo, the night before, Monday night, he was in New Jersey working the Rutgers game. The day before that, on Sunday, he was in East Lansing. So Bo goes from East Lansing to New Jersey, back here to Champaign, Illinois. And and here's what I would love. I'd love to ride shotgun with officials if they drive from venue to venue. How cool that be? How cool would that be? Sitting in the front seat, sitting in the back seat for that matter, and listening and hanging out with referees, college referees. I I have a lot of admiration for those guys. I know a couple of them. Uh, You know, we 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 communicate every now and then. They're really, really good guys. I, I always thought officials had it out for me I always thought officials had it out for other coaches but you know the more you get around the more you talk to these guys man they're human just like us they have families a lot of them have other jobs you know full-time but uh overall you know basketball officials are pretty cool I mentioned that Champaign Illinois they played Minnesota last night Illinois crushed them Dan Dockage you were fabulous on the broadcast I don't care what you say about Dan Dockage. I listen to his uh, radio show every day from 12 to 3. He's really enlightening, man. He tells the truth. A lot of people don't like him because, you know, he rubs people the wrong way. I get it. The thing I love about Dockage on these college broadcasts, he always implements history. He's always talking basketball history. He'll throw in little nuggets every now and then. Last night, he talked about Richard Pertino, the coach of Minnesota we all know his dad, Rick Pitino. When Rick Pitino coached Kentucky back in the day, I want to say 1990, 89-ish, he brought in Jamel Mashburn from Cardinal Hayes High School in the Bronx. The following year, he brought in Andre Riddick from Bishop Lachlan, two New York guys. Kentucky was on probation when he got, when Pitino got there. So it was cool to hear Dockage bring that up. And, and I think that's very valuable to the broadcast. A lot of these analysts, you know, I, I, I try not to go after them too much. Yeah, I'm sure they're all good people, but you know a lot of them are really dull. They're stagnant. Uh, they use the same cliches, and, and, and I just wish they'd bring some more of that personality into the broadcast and, and not be afraid. Wisconsin-Loyola was a good game last night. Uh, the Badgers came away with the win. Speaking of which, on Christmas Day, Friday the 25th, Wisconsin and Michigan State. That's going to be a big-time battle uh, on that day. The Big Ten, man, I'll tell you what. I think they have seven or eight teams in the top 25. It's pretty cool to watch them play. Last night, there was a foul called on a Wisconsin player. And, and, you know, with the empty arenas, like I said yesterday, you can hear the players, the coaches, the referees. So one of the uh, players on Wisconsin, he wasn't happy with the foul call. So the kid from uh, Loyola goes to the free throw line and misses the shot, the front end of a one and one and you hear the Wisconsin kid yell out, Ball don't lie. So you know where that started from. Rasheed Wallace back in the day in the NBA. Let's see. What else? LIU, Long Island University, which is located in Brooklyn, New York. You can stump your friends next time you're talking uh, college hoops. That's right. LIU, located in downtown Brooklyn, just 10 minutes away from St. Francis College. LIU plays their first game today. They're playing Sacred Heart. There's teams have played seven, eight games so far. So good luck to LIU. Speaking of the NEC, if you have not watched NEC front row on your computer, you're missing out. They show the games from that conference. I was watching St. Francis yesterday. My guy, Glenn is the head coach, another Brooklyn guy. They beat Central Connecticut State on the road, and they're back at it again today at 1 o'clock. So I'm going to tune into that game and check it out. They're expecting a lot of snow on the East Coast. Uh, So I hope everyone stays safe and, and is careful. Let's see, what else? Let's jump to the NBA before we wind it down. Obi Toppin making his Madison Square Garden debut tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers. But unfortunately, as we all know, there will not be any fans in the Garden. Uh, I I just love Obi. I read a great story about him last night. J.B. Bickerstaff, the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, had a lot of positive things to say about him, especially in their draft interview. He said all Obi talked about was the team and his teammates He didn't talk about himself, which I found refreshing. Steph Curry last night, I watched the Warriors and the Kings. He's the greatest outside shooter of all time. Yeah, I said it. Come on, tell me someone who's a better shooter than Curry. He was just incredible last night. I love Luke Walton, head coach of the Sacramento Kings. I liked what I saw in them last night. They were playing up-tempo. Luke was interviewed after the third quarter by the uh, sideline reporter from ESPN. There was social distancing and things of that nature. Luke had his mask on. Luke brought chills down my spot. He said to her, we have to play the right way. And I just smiled. I, it was unbelievable. Hey, my guy Fred Human, he asked me this morning, who's my top five NBA players right now? Here they are. LeBron James, one. Giannis is two. Kawhi is three. Luca's four. And and I go with Anthony Davis, five, but Kevin Durant and and Russell Westbrook, my guy in Washington, are right there knocking down the door. Speaking of Giannis, how about that extension yesterday? Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Milwaukee, you are special. $228 million over the next five years, which brought me back to this. And here's my second history lesson of the day. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar started his NBA career in Milwaukee. He played six years with the Bucs. He wanted out of Milwaukee. It went on record. You can look it up. Kareem wanted out of Milwaukee. Kudos to Giannis for sticking around in a small market. All those big market teams, they wanted him. But you know what? He's going to stick it out and try to win a title in Milwaukee. And I honestly think they can do it. If if Antetokounmpo doesn't get hurt last year in the playoffs, there's no telling what the Bucs could have did. Well, listen, I'm going to leave you with this. I appreciate you listening in. Every day I'm trying to hit one up. Here's a great quote from a guy by the name of Galway Kinnell. Maybe the best we can do is do what we love as best as we can. Think about that for a quick second. Maybe the best we can do is do what we love as best as we can. I love that. And you know what? I love basketball. That's why I started this podcast share some knowledge share some wisdom if you have any feedback positive or negative i got thick skin it's okay at coach finnamore on twitter you can reach me on facebook which i'm very active on or you can email at coach finnamore if you got my phone number go ahead give me a shout no big deal always love talking hoops that's all for now i want everyone to have a great day Uh, do the best you can Out on the East Coast, my people, you're expecting 12 inches of snow today at 4 o'clock. Stay safe and shovel. Social distance, wash your hands, and always play the right way. Take care.